Hi, welcome to Teach Me Biology, our revision podcast for A-level biology students. I'm Ria Corbett. And I'm Sarah Matthews. Hi, I'm Ria Corbett. I'm a science teacher with biology specialism. And on Teach Me Biology, I am teaching my co-host and little sister... Hi, I'm Sarah Matthews. Biology A-Level, topic by topic, to hopefully provide you, our lovely listeners, with an audio revision resource. Yes, we hope that you incorporate us into your revision and as part of your learning journey. Dip in and out, listen to the episodes on your weaker topics, or use us as your audio biology bible. Whatever you need us for, we are here. Cool! Episode 2! Episode 2. We're back! Yeah. So our topic for today's episode is the structure of prokaryotic cells and viruses so an obvious first question is sarah what do you remember about the word eukaryotic from last episode they eukaryotic have a, a nucleus i think that's what you said yeah so prokaryotic cells must mean they don't have a nucleus well done yeah well done they don't have a nucleus and in fact not only do they not have a nucleus but they actually don't have any of those organelles that have a membrane around them so a lot of the new ones that you learn, Golgi, endoplasmic reticulum, mm. chloroplasts, all those different things that have a membrane around them, they don't have any of that. Instead, all that DNA, all that genetic material is just found free-floating in the cytoplasm. Is that fair enough? Yeah, yeah, yeah? I get that. So it's just sitting there. And I'll, there's there's your picture. Just have a look. You oh can my God. see it. There. It's another hand-drawn, hand-drawn picture. Teachmescience.co.uk. Get it your own. Yeah, so it's not found in the nucleus, it's it's found in the cytoplasm. Okay, so what types of cells do you think we're talking about here? Well, just from looking at this, I think this is a piece of bacteria cell. It or is, is a bacteria cell. It is a bacteria cell, that's right, yeah. So we're talking about bacteria, basically, for the first part of this episode. Um, and again, just like with the eukaryotic cells, it's really important that you can recognise the structure of a prokaryotic cell, so a bacteria, make sure that you know any new organelles, what they look like, be able to recognise them by sight from a diagram, know what their functions are, and then also how they are different from eukaryotic cells. That's going to be really important, okay? Yeah. So key differences between eukaryotic cells and prokaryotic cells are going to be really important today. Now, you can't see from the picture in front of you, but prokaryotic cells are... a lot smaller than eukaryotic cells okay so much smaller so that is one of those key differences that we'll start with okay okay prokaryotic cells are really really small compared to eukaryotic cells okay so let's start looking at the organelles of prokaryotic cells starting with number one on the diagram what do you think that is okay so that's membrane yeah that's your cell membrane your cell surface membrane or your plasma cells same as eukaryotic cell pretty much exactly the same function which is air transport exactly yes. transport in and out well done excellent number two is your cell wall okay we yeah. didn't have that on the last picture i talked about it in the episode but it yeah. wasn't actually on the diagram so you can see it's just a thicker sort of outer surface there yeah is that okay yeah got yeah. it there isn't really a massive difference in the function okay do you remember what the function was of the cell wall it was to do with rigidness and yep. making sure that the, the cell was strong. Yeah, so it's to do with strength, support and protection, yeah. that sort of thing. Well done. The, the main difference here, and this is important, so plant cells have a cell wall that's made of cellulose. Right. Okay. okay. Whereas bacteria or prokaryotic cells have a cell wall that's made of something called murine. 
Is that all Maureen. right? Maureen. 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 <laughs> not, not Maureen. You mean who lives down there? Maureen. <laughs> no. Maureen. Maureen. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Okay, so that's just a... If um, I wrote Maureen in an exam, would I get a mark? What, Maureen? Maureen. No. Oh. <laughs> but Maureen, M-U-R-E-I-N, that's what you get your mark for. Okay. Okay, so it's yeah. a different substance making up the cell wall, but it's basically the same, same function. A strong, rigid substance. Now, number three is yet another substance... I think this is some sort of like... So say something attacked it, it could defend itself. Uh, That is pretty good. Yes, well done. I wouldn't know what to call it, though. It's called a slime capsule. Slime capsule. It's disgusting. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah, it probably is. But it's important. and But not all all prokaryotic cells have it, but most of them do. Mm -hmm. Okay? And you're absolutely right. It is slime that basically just helps it helps to protect the cell it's also a little bit so that they can stick together if they want to protect like as a group of cells they can they oh, can so stick they together can all, like be slimy all on each yeah. other oh okay or and this, and this is also important if they want to exchange genetic material okay that then they will stick together okay. and it helps them to stay together Number four is pointing to the cytoplasm. Again, jelly-like substance in the cell. It's the yeah, same we all stuff. know that one. It's nothing. Yeah. It, it like it, you probably wouldn't even you never get a question on it. Number five. What do you think? Ribosomes. Exactly. And yes. what happens at a ribosome? Protein synthesis. Absolutely, protein synthesis. So that, so again, same same function. No no real difference. Yes. Yeah. Except that. The ribosomes in bacteria are smaller. So they refer to the ribosomes from bacteria as 70S and the ones from eukaryotic or animal and plant cells are 80S. So just a bigger number. Uh, Number six is a new organelle Mm -hmm. to prokaryotic cells and we call these plasmids. Okay, it looks like a donut or like an onion ring or something. Yeah, it looks like that, yeah. So this is a new organelle. It is a circular ring of DNA. Oh, so is that where the DNA is instead of the nucleus? No, because that black string of information, of genetic information, is also DNA. But it's just another another source of DNA that's in the the cell. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are separate from each other. They're really, really important because actually they can be copied separately to the main genetic material in the cell. So they can be copied independently and actually passed on to other bacteria. So do you remember I talked about earlier how they can use their slime capsule to stick together and exchange genetic material? Well, actually, one cell could pass its plasmids on to another. Now, if that particular plasmid that was being passed on, say, had a particular gene for, say, protection against an antibiotic, and that was being passed from one bacteria to another, then that will help to spread the sort of antibiotic resistance which isn't a good thing. Not a good thing for us, you know. Not a good thing for us, yeah. but good for the cells themselves. Good for the bacteria. Yeah. So one plasmid from one bacteria could be passed on to another strain of bacteria and that antibiotic resistance is then being passed on to another strain and they will also be able to survive a dose of antibiotic. But you can't. they can't do that with their actual DNA that's there in the cytoplasm, like the main, yeah. the main big circular ring of it. Now, actually, as scientists have... have figured out lots of ways that they can use these plasmids for genetic engineering passing genes from one species to another 
So, for instance, one of the most obvious things, and you learn this at GCSE, is how we use bacteria to make human insulin. We take the plasmid out of the bacteria, we insert an insulin gene into it, so we cut the plasmid, we insert the gene, we stick it back together, we put that plasmid back into the bacteria cell, the bacteria cell will copy that plasmid independently and make lots of copies of it, and then that gene will sit and make insulin and wow. bacteria will just start producing human insulin mm-hmm. which is better than the old way that they used to use animal insulin which doesn't always work for everybody so plasmids new organelle just for prokaryotics okay so number seven is the the like i talked about earlier just a big circular dna strand now that's different to eukaryotics in two different ways one is not found in the nucleus two a eukaryotic dna is linear which means it's not circular. It's it's in chromosomes. It's super coiled into chromosomes, which it isn't for bacteria there, yeah? Yeah. It's just one big circular strand. It's also not wrapped around histones, which for eukaryotics it is. Histones. Histones. Just pieces of protein that help to wrap up long strands of DNA so it's coiled and oh, okay. can fit into a small space. Uh-huh. Yeah? If you think about all the DNA in one cell it's so long it has to be super 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 coiled and it helps if it's wrapped around these histones which that is not yeah do all bacteria cells look like this or because obviously there's like loads of different bacteria do they look different or always like this what do you mean like shape or what like so like would this this could make you sick your person ill yeah well it depends yeah it depends on the bacteria so bacteria can have different shapes so they can be rod shaped or they could be circular they're the main two sort of shapes and not but not all bacteria is pathogenic pathogens are microorganisms that can cause disease but not all right so, so, some so of them... not all microorganisms are pathogenic some are just some some are just some are useful are just there yeah and some are harmful yeah like that. you'll have a lot yeah. of bacteria on your skin probably lots of different staphylococcus aureus staph aureus bacteria i don't know what that is it's just <laughs> it's just a really common bacteria it's probably on your skin right now and you uh-huh. it's not harming you i need a shower <laughs> It's not harming you, but you okay. just pick it up as you touch through contact, just things like that. It's yeah. not, it's not going to be too harmful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, there's lots of ba- different bacteria in your body that are actually helping you. Right. And, oh, like, like good bacteria, you hear about Yeah, that, that whole like good bacteria, bad yeah, bacteria. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And like yogurts have like, what they, they're called probiotic because they're supposed to contain good bacteria in them. Yeah, not so, all bacteria is what we call pathogenic. What's in an antibiotic? Has that got bacteria in it? No, an antibiotic is a medicine oh, okay. that is used to kill bacteria. It's not right. It's a chemical. It's a, okay. All it's right. a chemical. Yeah, okay. yeah. The main way that an antibiotic would kill a cell like that you're looking at there is to poke holes in the cell membrane. <laughs> so the cell rises, everything leaks out and the whole cell dies. Oh, really? Oh, that's fascinating. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's the main way that an antibiotic would work. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah, a lot of antibiotics as well will sort of be used to target like the ribosome, things like that as well, so that they can't make things, Yeah, make, they can't work as well. Which is why antibiotics don't work on viruses, because viruses are not alive, they don't have those things. We'll talk about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Number eight. Number eight, that yeah. is the tail. Sort of. Yeah, Swimming it's, bit. It's, yeah, it's called a flagellum. And what does that do? You just said it. 
It, oh, it's a swimming bit. Yeah, oh, okay. it's for movement. But it's not like swimming like you'd expect. So, you know, like a sperm cell, you'd expect its tail to go like up and down in a swimming yeah. motion. A flagellum don't do that. It's more of a rotation. So it like propels the bacteria. Oh, like spins. spins. It. Yeah. So slightly different. But still, it's for movement. Stay with us. We'll be right back. A Little Bit De Todo is a podcast about a little bit of everything for curious minds of all ages. I'm Christina, and you can tune in every weekday to learn about things like Cinco de Mayo, Chihuahuas, and volcanoes in Latin America. Episodes are bite-sized, 10 minutes long or less, and always Latin American related. Subscribe and follow A Little Bit De Todo podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, so it's like in Robin Hood when the snake's in the balloon and he spins his tail like that. spins his tail. I thought you were going to talk about Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, like some kind of spinning arrow. Or <laughs> I was like, no, I'm talking about the cartoon. I was going to like sit here and go, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> no. No, no. Okay, so that's, that's, that is a bit of bacteria. That is what a, the structure of a prokaryotic cell. So the key differences being these sort of these three new organelles or these like they've got your, your slime capsule, your plasmids and so on. I'll do a roundup at the end of that information but yeah like, just make sure you know the key differences we and we've yeah and we've talked about those key differences as we've gone along now viruses i'll just hand you a picture Look at this of one. a virus is this coronavirus well in a way yes it does i think coronavirus does have those attachment proteins in the same way okay they look yeah. like matchsticks just the way i've drawn them i think oh okay <laughs> they're obviously a lot more complicated than i've drawn them yeah than i've drawn them but yeah you get the idea okay and again, this you can also follow us along. This will be on Teach yeah, Me so Science. So the two diagrams that I'm showing Sarah today are on teachmescience.co.uk if you want the actual copy she's looking at. But if you have a, dia- uh, a diagram in a textbook, that's fine. Right, so viruses are so different to any other cell because actually they're not cells. They're considered to be what we call acellular or not alive. So the reason being is that they can't reproduce on their own. They have to be inside a host cell to make more copies of themselves so they're like they're oh, not what's alive. that word like a parasite yeah yeah they act as as parasites they can't survive by themselves basically yeah like yeah. um voldemort when he was on the back of quirrell's head yes okay yeah got it so looking at that diagram number one must be the sarah the oh other. that's like just the dna yeah. strand so that's like a the dna or rna yeah so the nucleic acids basically the genetic information mm-hmm. so number two it's not a cell membrane or a cell wall or anything like that okay it's called a protein coat or a okay. capsid and it just basically capsid. encloses that genetic information but it's also got sticking out of it what we call attachment proteins which are number three so yeah. you know how a virus has to use another cell a host cell yeah. to replicate well it has to attach to it somehow that they use these attachment proteins to attach to receptors on the outside of a cell membrane of a eukaryotic cell did you ever hear the joke about the germ no sarah i didn't know never mind don't want to spread it <laughs> um yeah, and then number four, number four, I suppose I didn't have to keep in, I could. I didn't really need to put it on the diagram, to be honest, because it's not going to be particularly important for just understanding the structure of viruses. But that's an enzyme, it's called reverse transcriptase, and that will be more important when we talk about HIV Okay. in a later episode. All right, okay, yeah. Okay, but it's basically an enzyme that allows the virus to replicate. 
So um, we will do a separate episode on how they replicate and how prokaryotic cells and viruses replicate um, in a couple of episodes' time. Okay, cool. I just wanted to do one on just the structures and that, that and the functions and that sort of thing. No problem. Is that okay? Yes. So types of questions that you might be getting on this sort of thing is just very similar to our previous episode. Yeah. Um, you're not necessarily going to get micrographs like actual pictures from actual bacteria or viruses from yeah. microscopes because they're so small it's usually a diagram okay but it's very much about labeling parts saying the functions of things and just do you know the key differences uh-huh that's so... that's, that's the important bit yeah. yeah yeah okay and that can come in lots of different forms so again it might be labeling a diagram it might be a table where it's got like say prokaryotic cell eukaryotic cell and then it'll have a list of organelles and you have to tick which cell it's present in that sort of thing little basic stuff one marks two marks that sort of thing or it might be a specific give me two differences between eukaryotic and prokaryotic and it might just be one mark so you need the two answers for one mark okay so let's look at some examples of questions like that yeah okay so the first question i'm going to ask you is this okay so give two structures a bacterial cell may have that a white blood cell does not have Think about that. This question. is easy. Go on. This is easy. Flagellum. Flagellum. Yeah, flagellum. And um, I can't remember what number three is called. You said it was, you know, the, the slime capsule. Slime, slime capsule. Yeah. Can I give those answers? Yeah, so that would be, that would be if, it, if it was a one mark or a two mark, they would be the correct answer. You could also so say... two. You could also say number six and number seven. Well, you yeah, so you could say circular DNA. So, so the answers that you could have given... Are the ones you've said, so you said... You could also slime. say cell wall. You could say cell wall because if you if you think back to the question, it's it specified a eukaryotic cell as being a white blood cell, which is an animal cell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, cell wall is absolutely an answer. You could have said slime capsule, circular DNA, no histones on the DNA, flagellum, plasmid, and smaller ribosomes. Mm-hmm. That's a really easy question, that yeah. is. Yeah, well done there. Uh, so, second question that I'm going to talk to you about. This is, is where it gets really this. hard. <laughs> no, I don't think. I think you'll be okay. Okay. Okay, so this time, name two structures present in an epithelial cell from the small intestine that are not present in the cholera bacterium. Now, before you answer, does it really need to say cholera bacterium? And does it really need to say so epithelial cell? From it's really intestine? similar to the question we just had, is it not? Except it's the other way around. So yeah. it's saying what's present in a, in a eukaryotic cell that's not, not present in... in a prokaryotic cell. So I'm thinking back to last episode here. Yeah. So nucleus. Yep. And um, the Golgi apparatus. Yeah, absolutely. There's there You've done two. It wanted two. You've given me two. Okay. Yeah? Yes. So you could have had... Your answers were nucleus and Golgi, well done. You could have also had mitochondria, endoplasmic reticulum, rough or smooth, mm-hmm. lysosome, uh, and also bigger ribosomes and linear DNA. Yeah. So just name any so of that's, the structures. So that's easy too. Yeah, good, well done. Sometimes the questions can try and They can confuse you. you. Like it doesn't have to say cholera bacterium because like yeah. people might go, oh... I don't know anything I don't about know that. Anything about it, yeah. When you do, so that's that's the key thing is just making sure you know that the questions are there to throw you off, but you know everything you need yeah. to know. It's not it's not difficult. Now the last question that we're going to talk to talk about here is a five marker. Ooh. So it's actually uh, usually found in paper one at the very sort of sort of towards the back of the paper. You might have three five mark questions. Yeah. So this is one of those. Okay. 
So the question is, contrast the structure of a bacterial cell and the structure of a human cell. Now, what so, does contrast mean? What is the difference between? Exactly. Give differences. So these questions are all so similar. Yeah. So what's the difference between a bacteria cell and a eukaryotic exactly. cell? Exactly. So you would say the eukaryotic cell's got a nucleus and a Golgi mm. and mitochondria. And you would say that a bacteria cell has got cell wall. Yeah. It's got the slime capsule. It's not got a nucleus. It's got the strand. Mm-hmm. Was that, did that have a specific name? I can't remember It's now. just DNA. It's got the circle it's DNA. circular. Yeah, and it's got linear. the flagellum. And it's got flagellum, right. Flagellum. Yeah, so some good answers there. Well done. Yeah. So I would say pretty much five marks from what you've said because you're saying the dif- you're saying the clear differences. Yeah. yeah. Am I meant to word that in a specific way? Not though? really. As long as you just you could even just list them. It doesn't matter as yeah. long as you've got those differences there. Just be careful because some questions might want the say for instance um, the the bit about DNA about saying well bacteria have circular DNA. You'd have to then say but human cells have linear DNA. So you'd have to give the the difference, actually state the difference, because you can't always do that. Like, say you say, right, bacteria cells are smaller. You don't have to give a contrast because you're saying it's smaller, so you're implying that it's smaller than a human cell. And if I said, if I started by saying bacteria was smaller, yeah, is that one mark? Yeah. So bacteria cells are smaller. They have a cell wall. They have no nucleus. They don't have any membrane-bound organelles, so you named, like, say, mitochondria, Mm. Golgi, that sort of thing. They have smaller ribosomes. Their DNA is circular, whereas human is linear, and the DNA is not attached to histones. Yeah? Yeah. I I still feel like that is quite a simple question. Yes. Yeah. It's a nice question to get. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not going to get any more difficult than that when it's just about that sort of topic area. Okay? Yeah. So... That's it for the new information. So just a few little reminders and then we will finish up. So um, can I just remind everybody that um, each month we are giving you wider reading recommendations. And for this month, I have recommended the book uh, The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks by a author called Rebecca Sklut. That's S-K-L-O-O-T. And it is an amazing book. Okay, it's a bit of a hard read. Just have a few little mature themes in it. But it's so worth it. I think everybody that is interested in biology should read this book. So give it a read. Check it out. And let us know if you have read it, if you are reading it on our recommendation. Drop us an email. Let us know what you think. And uh, my second recommendation is the podcast Science Versus. Please give it a listen. Not every episode. Just pick what interests you from it and uh, see what you think. So it's time now for my roundup. Rears, did you like the little thing I made? Yeah, is that you singing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love just, it. I just, that was just a quick thing I, I made. A I love having a jingle. <laughs> so prokaryotic cells like bacteria do not have a nucleus, which means that the circular DNA is found in the cytoplasm. There are some similar organelles that are found in eukaryotes. So for instance, the cell membrane, the cell wall, which is actually made of murine and not cellulose, and it also has ribosomes, which are just slightly smaller. There are no other membrane-bound organelles. There are three extra organelles found in prokaryotic cells, plasmids, flagella, and slime capsule. You don't actually need to know the functions of those in the specification. You just need to be able to recognise them. 
viruses are not alive they are acellular which means that they cannot replicate by themselves they need a host cell the dna or the rna is enclosed inside a capsid or protein coat and then they have the attachment proteins on the outside to attach to a host cell thinking about what you could do with this information in terms of revision is very similar to last week making models, making flashcards, go to our website, teachmescience.co.uk, get the pictures, annotate the pictures with the functions and just learn them. Okay, so there's not much else we can do. And if you are doing these things, if you are revising, making cell models, annotating diagrams, whatever you're doing that is good, solid revision, send us pictures so that we can put it on our Instagram put it out there so that other people can do the same sort of stuff and it really helps others revise. Some people don't know how to revise, so it really helps. If you're doing it, show others how to do it. Sarah, what are your three takeaways for this episode? Okay, I just need a few moments to write down a third takeaway. (laughs) Okay, so my three takeaways from today are... So the bacteria has no nucleus and it also doesn't have some of the uh, membrane, what are they called, eukara? It doesn't have any membrane-bound organelles. It doesn't have any membrane-bound organelles. I thought that was interesting. Uh, Also, when we talked about the virus, um, that the virus is a parasite and it needs a host in the eukaryotic to produce more of them and they're smaller. Yeah. And Very small. my third one was that the bacteria, they can all connect together with their slime capsules mm. and spread the information and the, what was it, the word you used? Genes. Plasmids. And spread the plasmins, that was it. So they're my three takeaways from today. So I think that is it for today's episode. Okay, cool. The structure of prokaryotic cells. So if you want to get in touch with us, Sarah, would you like to tell the lovely people do you think that, where we are? Do you think that Sarah's takeaway needs a jingle? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I've got one. You should have one. Okay. So how to contact us. As we've already said, you can go to our website, which is teachmescience.co.uk. You can tweet at us at teachmebiocast and email us at teachmebiologycast at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Instagram, and that is at Teach Me Biology Cast. So if you want to talk to us, speak to us. Questions, can... queries, yep. pictures of things you are doing with your revision, recommendations for wider reading. If you are reading a great book if on science, if you are listening to a great science podcast, let us know and we will tell or everyone else. Or if you think there's anything we've missed or anything we've gotten wrong... Might be likely, so yeah, do, do tell us. <laughs> then let us know. Oh, that's the bell. It is lunchtime. I need to get to the canteen before the chips run out. Oh, get me some chips. <laughs> <laughs> I have been Sarah Matthews. And I'm Rhea Corbett. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.